and welcome to this week's episode of the Just Say In Podcast. I'm Justin Martindale, and this week's guest has traveled. She is the Vegas vixen herself. We have tried multiple times to get you on here, um, and finally it's happening. You've seen her on American Idol Season 4. She has her own podcast called uh, So Funny It Hurts, which you can check out. I've been a guest on it, and I loved it. Um, and she is now, apparently, the Miss National Anthem. <laughs> Bitch, uh, it's my single. I'm literally uh, promoting the national anthem in 2023. She is Miss National Anthem 2023. <laughs> it's Michaela Gordon. I'm so happy you're here. Yay! Oh. Okay, but why is that the only song I'm singing this year? I don't year? know. Every time I get on your Instagram account, Michaela Gordon uh, singing the national anthem. Which, I know. By the way, it's. Props. I mean, thank you. Are we still kind of canceled for it? Like, sometimes I feel, I'm like, am I allowed to be singing this? But they call. <laughs> You're just, and I'm like, my nephew was in a small town. <laughs> Everyone's like, yay! <laughs> singing Jason They're like, look Albies. at that stupid Italian lesbian up there just singing. But that's what I kind of love because you're gagging everyone because they don't know. Because I just, or do, I don't think, I don't, like, you don't come across as, like, stereotypical, like, No, lesbian. but then they see my very lesbian fiancé holding the, f- the phone while she's filming right on my face. I'm like, Lisa, when I sing, get on the field, film. And your legs are sick, by the way. Thank you, like, babe. You have legs. I mean, I'm 5'2", so yeah. it's, like, nice to be able to say that because they're so short. But I played soccer for so long, they're, like, little ham hocks. Little ham hocks. Do you, okay, now, here's the thing. Do you, have you ever, and by the way, I'm, everyone's like, what, the national anthem? Michaela is a singer, American Idol mm-hmm. season four, and so she is, she sang the national anthem for Dodgers night or yeah. What was it, Pride Night? It was Pride Night, the Dodgers game. And then you sang the national anthem like two nights ago or something. Mm-hmm. At- I did the Clippers Pride Night, Dodgers Pride Night. And then they had me do Vegas. We just moved back to Vegas. So they asked me to come and sing the anthem there. Um, and it was fine. It's very hot in Vegas. Have you ever forgotten the lyrics? I Probably. Probably, because I feel like I would be like that Maya Rudolph sketch where she gets on SNL where she's like, give a little proof. <laughs> but night. Yum, 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 yum. Like, I... The Rockets. Listen, I don't know if it's the anthem. Yeah. I will tell you that I've rewritten so many songs. I used to have these gigs where I had to learn, like, 20 cover tunes in a week. Mm-hmm. And so I would learn the first verse of every song. And then I would, like, sing it as the second verse as well with, like, a twist. And that's how I would sing 20 cover songs a week. God. Just rewriting them. Just a beast. And people that knew the songs were like, I, well, I mean, even French, I remember I did Livy and Rose for like years. Mm-hmm. And finally, this guy came up to me and he was like, is that French? And I was like, yeah. We. Oui. Uh-huh. It is. And he's like, it's not. It, and I was it like. It is not French. I, he was, and I was like, okay, first of all. You knew what I was trying to say, mm-hmm. and I'm going to keep doing it. And I did. I continue. It's the worst French, but yeah. I, I'll sing in any language for a check. But I mean, my God, you you've done. I know. Seriously, you're just like I'll just just, just give, give me the, me the check. Just give me the. <laughs> <laughs> so they're like, are you Jewish? I am. They're like, I think I'm offended, but it sounds good. <laughs> are we canceling? Her? I don't know. Well, wait, because you just had a you just had a show at the Palms, and now you just said you had a you have a show coming up at the Venetian. Yeah, what is that? I'm excited. Good. I um, it's called the Juliet 
cocktail room. It's opening actually this week. Cool. And it's beautiful. It's really beautiful. I'm happy to be back in Vegas. I was in LA for so long. You were. And being in Vegas is nice. They treat us well. And uh, it's a new place that I'll be singing at. And the Venetian's beautiful, by the way. Yeah. I performed there a couple times. It's so, I love that I love it. Casino. Yeah. So pretty I get to dress like a drag queen, like all the things I want to do. Well, finally, because I was going to say, you look a little dull today. You need to really put on a lip or an eye. First of all, I don't want anyone coming for me. I put these lashes on in the car and I really can't do them in the best of circumstances, let alone in like my rear view mirror. Mm -hmm. So we'll see how it goes. And by the way, for our listeners, she drove from Vegas to LA today, doing this podcast, then heading back to Vegas. Okay. That's dedication. I really would only do it for you, though, and you did it for me, and I love you. I I love you, too. And I've had the clumsiest day so far. What? Just a clumsy day. Like, I woke up, I went to the gym, my class was like... Not there, really. Like, the instructor was like, five, four, three, two, one. And I was like, I'm not there yet. Hold on. And then I went home, made a protein shake, and I spilt it all over the floor. And I'm like, what is happening? Is Mercury in retrograde? What's happening? I don't know. Probably. And then I had to, I have to, after this, I have to go to the Beverly Center because I have to return a shirt because the old woman, this old woman, she might have been a ghost. Um, <laughs> she was like 95 years old, but like the sweetest lady, like doing the checkout. And it like took an hour, but I was like, I'm just want, she's she didn't want to rush her. Yeah, I don't want to rush this woman. And and she forgot to, like, take off one of the, like, security oh, things. Oh, God. So I take walk her out, out, and it's like, boop, boop, boop. And I'm like, this is what they do on TikTok. It's totally fine. No one's going to do anything. You know uh-huh, what I mean? Uh-huh, uh-huh. I'm like, you know, grab and goes are totally the rage right now. So. Okay, what is happening? <laughs> what was that Nordstrom situation? There was a Nordstrom. There's a, 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 a Gucci. And, yeah. Like, it's all, it's but like, the, the headlines were like, um, a flash mob. No. Uh, first of all, we know what a flash mob is, and it's, those are beautiful. Flash mobs are like overly excited theater minors. It's Tadra Call 2015. Yeah. yeah. Okay? They're just that like, wasn't a flash mob. Everybody. They're not stealing. These people were stealing the the bodies, the, uh, the, mannequins? Like the shelves, the mannequins, everything. They're taking the mannequins? Yeah. That's just rude. I, they didn't leave anything. Why would you take a mannequin? That's, that's, because they're attached, the Gucci bags are oh. attached to the mannequin, and they were like, "Fuck it, we'll take the whole thing." Can I say that? Sorry. Yeah, 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 yeah. I won't say. That. Yeah, this is this is. Uh, I'm gonna watch my Christian mouth. Network. Starting right um, now. No, you can totally cuss on here. It's fine. But they're taking the mannequins. Yeah, they did. Shelves, everything. Ugh, it's just so gross. And I want to get involved, but then I don't want to get involved because then I'm like, because then I'll be that person who's like, no, and then they're like, well, knife, sink. Well, that's literally why I do fake. Every, all my bags are fake. Not one is real. I have a great hookup if you want. Tamara, love you, bitch. It's, (laughs) you're not going to catch me in those streets, Uh honey. I look like this is my nice ass bag. If you take it, it was $100. Bye. See you never. Thieves are so like 1800s. Yeah, they are. You know, it's like such a, (laughs) like, like if you're a thief now, like, uh, figure it out. Yeah, baby, it's not hot. Artful Dodger, get out of (laughs) here. You know what I mean? Like, like, we went to San Diego Pride. We got robbed at San Diego no, Pride. No, you didn't. Well, I did it. Evan had, like, a fanny pack on, and someone reached, like, unzipped it and took his phone, took his wallet. Like, just gross. Wait, Evan had his fanny pack on, mm. and they were able to unzip it without him noticing? Yeah. Thieves. Yeah. Disgust. It's insane. It's insane. It's just, and I watch these videos, and people are just like, well, okay. 
All right. Yeah, they don't even do anything. They just let it happen. It's so bizarre. But Lisa, my fiance, makes me watch all these stupid videos. uh, But they're to, like, save my life, so they're not so stupid. Mm -hmm. But she is like, if anybody ever tries to take anything, you give it to them. You don't fight fight them, and you don't fight them off. And I was like— I've been mugged at gunpoint. Okay, well, you don't need to one-up me, okay? I was going to tell a story that now doesn't even factor to that gun. Why? Nothing. You can say your story. What were you going to say? not as cool. Yeah, why not? Just going to say somebody one time took a purse out, my purse out, while I was grocery shopping. They stole your purse while you were grocery shopping? Yeah. In the grocery store? Yes. And what happened? That's it. But gunpoint sounds so much better that that's it. My Albertsons, how hardcore for me? It's but wait, not. so you had a basket and you had a purse? Yeah. And, and then I like, like oh, went look. to the next aisle to get something. And you left your basket yeah. there? Yeah. Oh. And they took it. It was probably my fault. They didn't have cameras? It doesn't matter. Once it's gone, what it's, am I going to yeah. do? Find them on Facebook? Yeah. You'd be surprised. I think now Twitter and everything are like, find this person, you know, and then like in oh like my two God. minutes. TikTok like will ruined. find anything. I know. That's I love TikTok for yeah, that. Yeah, but see, when I got mugged, I was just like walking home from here. It was like two o'clock in the morning. It was probably like 2010, and I was just like stumbling home. And this guy came up to me with a gun, and he was like, "Give me your phone and your wallet." And I was, and I, and I looked at the guy, and I was like, "Are you kidding me right now?" <laughs> Like no, that. you didn't say that. Yes, I was just like, oh, are you serious? Like, it was so it's annoying. It's so the movie Clueless where he wants to steal her Aliyah jacket and she's like, not my Aliyah. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> I thank you for comparing me to Cher from Clueless. You are so welcome. And yeah, I was just like, oh, and I gave it to him and it was like, you know, it was this like broke comic. I was like, there's $7 in there. I have a blast at Chipotle. Yeah. I made the news the next day. Did it? Told my story, did the joke. Crush. You survivor. Yeah. Well, and it's crazy because everyone's like, well, was the gun real? And I'm like, I didn't ask. What do you want me to do? Is this real? <laughs> like, you said, are you kidding me? That was, was so, enough questioning. Uh, and it was so dumb. And then he started walking down my street and I started following him. And he's like, what are you doing? And I go, I live down this street. He goes, well, you're not if you don't, if you keep following me. And I'm like, oh, you're going to make me walk around the block? Wait, this man <laughs> held a gun to you, said, give me your stuff. You gave it to him. Yeah. Proceeded to, he proceeded to walk down the street. Yeah, after robbing didn't me. Didn't bother running or anything. No, I gave him like a couple, I gave him like a little lead, like a six second lead. And then I was like, and go. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I'm, And then he turned around and said, are you following me? Yeah. And I go, no, I just live down the street. You robbed me on my own street. <laughs> and he was like, well, you're not going to live on the street if you keep following me. And I was like, okay. This sounds like an amateur thief. <laughs> it Well, it was an amateur heist as well. Like, I was an amateur, like, Robbie. Yeah. So, I mean, it's just gross. But I know. it's um, It's crazy. But... Let's get into, I mean, for those of you, I just want to do a quick run through of American Idol. Whatever you want. Um, What, you were on Carrie Underwood's season and you guys were roommates. Uh Uh-huh. Is there any like fun, like hot goss? Do you keep up with the cast of your season? Like. No, I have nothing to (laughs) offer this Uh conversation. I recently interviewed, I interviewed Carrie last year. I was working for a station where I did the interview and I was catching a plane, but the flight was delayed. Uh And I was like, surprise. And so I said, I'm going to take the interview anyway. Uh So I took the interview 
on the plane and the flight attendants were lovely. And I was like, listen, this is very important. I need to take this interview. It's Carrie Underwood. I don't even know if they believed me, but I was like, I'm hopping on the Wi-Fi and I need everyone to back the fuck off. And they were like, okay, gal. And we... Did the interview on the plane. Of course I was in coach. Oh, God. You're just this woman in coach with demands? (laughs) And then this woman behind me, this little gray-haired woman was behind me. And she was clearly a fan of Carrie. Yeah. And so all you can see in the interview is this little, like, white gray hair trying to look over during the interview. And I was like— That was the lady who checked me out at Macy's. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, see, we're intertwined, yeah. To us. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, I really did show Carrie how well I'm doing now. In coach. Since I lost yeah. to her uh-huh. in coach yeah. 20 years later. Uh, this body Wi-Fi. Can you believe that? <sighs> mm-hmm. I just went to, uh, I just went to Universal Studios not too long ago, and it was like, the 30-year uh, anniversary of Jurassic Park. And I was like, 30 years. How's that? I don't know. Why but you we... know what? I feel like somebody posted the other day um, that they did this 20-year reunion, uh, like a high school reunion. And I was like, oh, my God, 20 yeah. years. And then I was like, bitch, you're 17 in. Like, I only have three more years, but I still think I'm, like, seven. Was it Was a door on your season? No, Adore was after me. I still talk to Adore. I yeah. love Adore. I know I do too. I love Adore. I still talk to a few people from my season. Blake Lewis. Uh-huh. If not I from love my Blake. season, I talked to Chris Daughtry was just uh-huh. in Vegas. I saw him. Chris Daughtry can still get it. Chris Daughtry is so handsome and yeah. his wife is so lovely. <clears throat> okay. I ta- okay. <laughs> <laughs> I have to talk about the wife, but okay, yeah. Okay, mute that. Oh, just a bald straight um, man with eyeliner on. No, he's handsome. Oh, I remember voting for him every, like, every week. You I'd, did? Yeah, it was hot and he just had that like voice. I know, he's so and good. Blake. Yeah. I know. I still talk to a lot of the idols because I went on to host for American Idol Extra mm-hmm. my seasons after. So I still met so many people um, that were not part of my season. Mm-hmm. So it's still like a good family. Yeah. Do you, um, do you watch any of the new ones? No. I know. I tried to, but it's like a totally different show, which yeah. is great. But I think the difference with my season and a few seasons, like around that time, we didn't have social media. Like we didn't have all of these different outlets. Right. It was like you had to go home. You had to watch it. You had to vote for who you wanted right. to win. There was no spoiler alerts. There, there were landlines. No, there were landlines. Yeah. You had to like call in. You had and to vote. commit. Yeah. Now it's all like, well, you know, I lost my house in a flood, and I and my legs oh, to a shark attack, sob- and now you know, and I all lost the my stories. It's like, jeez. Like, can I have one normal person? Hmm? Can I have one normal just person? Just one. Just one person just one without story. trauma that we can put on television. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a different show. I mean, I I love Idol still, but no, it's a totally different show. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, and uh, Katy Perry. Have you run into her in Vegas? No, I haven't. I interviewed her. Uh, the first season of the new show and sh- whatever. The, the reboot, reboot, whatever, reboot, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And I interviewed her and Lionel Richie and they were lovely, but it's like, it's just a different show. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. And then there's like the voice and all that stuff. And I'm just like, it's, it's a lot. Because there's I, just a lot of singing competitions. And I, I think, think it's with, all about the judges and not the talent anymore. Totally. Yeah. And it's just different. If you want to be a singer and you want to get recognized, you just go on TikTok. Yeah. Like make up everyone's a song. famous now. Everyone can be famous. Mm-hmm. 
when you were on those shows, it was like not everybody could get a record deal. Not everybody could um, have that type of shine. There was like exclusivity, you know? Mm-hmm. Like now no it's- could touch you. Mm-hmm. And now it's just like, whatever, go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Well, let's get into a little bit of Vegas. First of all, um, have you seen aliens in Vegas? Oh my God, like that whole sky. alien thing. No, I haven't. But my partner is obsessed. Mm-hmm. Lisa, so she sent me all the articles, all the things. I've got enough shit to worry about. Mm-hmm. I'm not like concerned about the aliens coming. At all? I, if they come, come on. I know. I Like, come same on, Same way. I'm yeah. so bored. Yeah. I'm like, let's go. Come on. Yeah. Like, there was like a general. He's like, they're, they've been here. They're walking amongst us. I'm like, okay, gal, bring, where? Bring yeah, bring them. Let's I'd go. love to say hello. I want to see some vertical blinking. Yeah. <laughs> Those bodies? Yes. Please. Yeah. Like, let's go. I'll, <laughs> I have, a, I have a, a day pass at Equinox. Come on. So there was the Ozempic. Are you on it or not? No, they're not on Ozempic. No, their bodies are just sickening. Just they just look like that. Snatched ETs, just giving. giving. Uh, (laughs) They are, they are, bitch. Um. So there's the aliens. I mean, what else is happening in Vegas? Vegas is a lot. It's a lot right now. But Kylie Minogue, who has the hit of the summer, has the padam 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 padam. I can't stop. I, I love can't it. You would think it would wear off. And it's like, it's trickled a bit because like summer's ending. No, it's, it's not still, trickling. Every time it comes on, I'm just like. So she said she was announcing a Vegas residency uh, called, it's the Voltaire show at the Venetian. Yeah. Um, she's expected to add more shows because she only had 10. And apparently the venue could barely fit like a hundred people. No, no, no. I take that back. A thousand people, which is still not a lot, right? So she had 10 shows, posted it up. Here, the tickets are available. Gone. And the gays shook. She had 10 shows. 10 shows. A thousand per person. Yeah. A thousand so, per oh, show. My watch just talks. It's fucking weird. Okay. Listen, she's looking for the Kylie Minogue show for you as well. Well, where was she like four days ago? <laughs> You know, because I was just like, worth it. There's one in January 2038. You're like, I'm just like, Listen, no. the fascination with Kylie Minogue is unbelievable to me. I love it. I love it on, but on, but like, I wouldn't be like dying for tickets to see her. You wouldn't? No. Uh, and I know that people lose their minds for her. I just think she's real. She's cool. She's never had like a controversy. She's never been like, oh, Kylie well, Minogue. Clearly, she has a thousand. People per show, I, 10 shows only. But she's adding more now because people were like, this is absurd. So yeah, capacity of 1,000 people. The venue will be re-releasing uh, existing general admission table seats as the venue's construction is finished because it's not apparently, so that's great. Tickets offered this week are not 100% of what the room will seat when it is completed. So fans who tried to crack the Venetian's website managed by er- your venue, is that right? Okay, hospitality platform, were informed of wait times exceeding 3,000 hours. That's a lot of time. That's a if, lot of time. Ma- I can barely be on hold for like five minutes. 3,000 hours? I feel like I know it's happening. This is awkward. This is going to be weird. I also announced that I'm singing at the Venetian last week. And I think that people were looking for me. Mm. I think you're right. I don't think they were looking for Kylie Minogue at all. This is a little awkward. Mm -hmm. My venue holds more. 
75 people. Uh, and do you have BVE, Big Venue Energy? <laughs> yeah, I do. Okay. <laughs> Wait, how many people fit in your venue? 75. 75 people? Yeah. 75 chairs? Intimate, so. It's an intimate show, Justin. <laughs> I want to be vulnerable. Uh, yeah. It's fear it's, of vulnerability. Okay, so. It's 75 fold-out chairs that might be used in a racist fight in <laughs> Alabama. So, <laughs> and the wait time was also? 3,000 hours. There are still tickets available? Oh, okay. Not after this podcast. Not after this, though. Sold out, mama. Embarrassed. Uh, How embarrassing for the rest of Las Vegas. No, if you need, if you want to see a show, go see Michaela Gordon in Vegas. Yeah, you should like, go. Um, but they have released new dates. We don't know yet. Yeah. But here's the thing: I think Kylie's just such a banger. Like she'll just come out with like, "I can't get you out of my, can't get you out of my head." Oh yeah, that was a good one. In your arms, like even like her slow stuff, like s- slow. Do you think they're <laughs> testing out a residency though? I thought it was a full residency. It's like from November to January, but it's only like two to four shows a month, I believe. Mm-hmm. So, Listen, I will say, though, for the singers that do, like even Adele, it's hard to sing in Vegas. It's hot and it's, it's hot. dry as fuck. Yeah, yeah. It's a lot. Celine Dion used to have her whole cooling <sighs> venting system. Yeah. Uh, like humidifying. Celine Dion is a venting system. <laughs> like that's like, I've, wherever Celine Dion shows up, it's just cold and wind. Yeah, it is. Ugh. Like a little angel. But she hasn't toured the U.S. since 2011 when she appeared at the Coliseum at Caesars Palace. Oh. So she was there. Her latest single, Padam Padam, has topped the Billboard dance charts uh, this summer. So I want to go. Um, it Apparently, you have to buy, like, a booth. So you have to get, like, table service. It's not just like, oh, I want a ticket. You have to get, like— Oh, I like that. The table. I feel like that's, like, old— School Vegas, though. Like, that's how you used to go see Frank Sinatra and all the mm-hmm. old, like, you would get the yeah, table get the and table. have cocktails and everything, which I think is fun. I think it's kind of cool and elevated. And, I, yeah. and I'm here for it. But, like, my friend, was, my friend Randy was just like, I got tickets. And I was like, how'd you get tickets? He's like, I almost had to sell my liver. And I was like, what'd you get for that? A Coke bottle cap? <laughs> like, <laughs> sell your liver. No okay. one wants that. Okay. But moving on from Kylie Minogue, this is in the news. The properties in Las Vegas have found bed bugs at seven hotels. Why? This was uh, Circus Circus, shocker. Caesars has bed bugs. Planet Hollywood, the Palazzo, Tropicana, MGM, and the Sahara in Las Vegas have revealed that they are Listen, all... Listen, honestly, I'm a hotel bitch. Like, I love hotel rooms. If I can stay in a hotel room, oh my God, I think I'm so rich. <laughs> I yeah. love... It can be the shittiest hotel room. It can be the really? best Western. I don't even care. I'm like... Oh God, no. I need I love like... the bed. I don't want to talk to anybody. I want to be like... Shh. But then I started watching those, speaking of fucking TikTok, when they do the black lights. The black lights always get you. And always. they do not wash that shit. No. And that people do some crazy shit, especially in Vegas. Yeah. Uh-uh. Like Nasty. what? Like what? What do you do? You have any, I, like- the whole slogan is "What happens in Vegas stays in Vegas." That doesn't feel promising. This or, doesn't feel or like hygienic. Good, hi, yeah, like yeah. hygiene isn't happening. Have you heard any like crazy hotel Vegas stories off the top of your head? Well, I heard the Circus Circus is haunted. Well, AF. of course it is. No, but like haunted. Ooh, go it's off. Freaky. Well, it has bed bugs now. Apparently, that's the least of their concerns. Those are all from the what spirits I heard. of the dead clowns reincarnated yeah. into bed bugs. But bed bug. What about what happens with bed bugs? Do they bite you? I'm so glad you asked. <laughs> <laughs> now, bed bugs, and I know this because I've encountered bed bugs. 
Um, the comedy store here used to have a condo in La Jolla. Okay. And I was actually with Sean Pulaski. This was many, 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 many years ago. And we were doing a weekend, and they had a main room and a guest bedroom for the comics to stay in. And I was in the guest bedroom. Sean was headlining. And um, we left the next day, and we were like, God, I have all these, like, bites all over my legs. And they're just tiny, 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 tiny little bites, but they're, like, a cluster of them. And they get around your ankles. They get around your legs. And she, of course, Sean being Sean, she was just like, there's bed bugs in the condo, right? <laughs> and she comes back and tells everybody, and everyone's like, shh, you know, let's just, like, let's figure it out. Uh-huh. But the thing about bed bugs is that they're so bad, they get in your clothes. And when they get in your clothes, you pack them up in your suitcase. And when you pack them up in your suitcase, you go home. And then you go home, and you unpack your suitcase, and then they get in your house. So they are a nuisance. They can carry, you know, Disease, you know, I'm not. I don't Are they itchy? Disease. They're itchy, yeah. Listen to me. I only asking because I feel like Lisa got bed bugs. How? How do you know? Recently. Yeah. Because her legs and her ankles were like super itchy and all red. Is that why your red. eyes were just looking at me? Yes. Like, oh my I God. can't even make a joke about this. Yeah. And I knew it wasn't mosquitoes because mosquitoes love blood type O and I'm a blood type O and they're, they're obsessed tiny, with me. Like mosquitoes are little... in love. They like. Yeah. Oh, me all the time, love me too. And nothing got me. Yeah. But they only got Lisa. Lisa's blood type A. Wait, they, they only bugs. got her where? On her legs and ankles. But where we, where is she staying? Well, I don't remember, but it, surely it was somewhere. And then we came home and she was like, they're still biting me. And I was like, Lisa, nothing is biting you. And then she was like, I think they're in my clothes. And I was like, that's disgusting. Like it was a whole conversation we had. And I feel like she packed up her clothes. We were somewhere where they had bed bugs because mm-hmm. I didn't have anything on me. In Vegas? Well, no, I don't know. Well, it was probably Being Vegas. Being as famous as Kylie Minogue, I, I do a lot of traveling, and I don't remember. Kylie Minogue, God, if if Kylie Minogue gets bed bugs, <laughs> we're done. I can't. Could you imagine the next headline? Kylie Minogue gets bed bugs, bed bugs at the Venetian. I know. I'd be like, oh my god. <laughs> it's like one of those movies where like there's like a cruise ship and everyone just gets food poisoning and everyone's like like over the rails. Uh-huh. Like, you're like, oh no, 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 no. But what do they do? So let's see. So. So with the guest at the Sahara killed a bedbug in a room in October 22nd. Okay, cool. In June of 2022, bedbugs were found at the room in Circus Circus. Well, Circus Circus is... I mean, like, I mean, duh. It's just like, dirty. that's, babe, you know that it's a $20 room. The so, expectations need to be low. And then they were they were found at the Palazzo after a guest complained to have been bitten that same month. Generally, they're relatively rare in Las Vegas hotels. Properties do monitor and respond to the presence of bedbugs and other pests in the hotel. So the Tropicana said in a Saturday statement that it regularly conducts comprehensive preventative. They're blowing up the Tropicana next month. Like, of course they've got bed bugs. Oh no yeah, they're blowing shit. it up, right? Yeah, babe. They're for the for the Grand Turismo. Some of the people in there are bed bugs. <laughs> yeah, what is that thing going around Vegas? I think it's a. I think they're putting a baseball field. Oh, good. And I'll be singing the anthem. <laughs> yeah, you'll be singing the national anthem. Michaela Gordon and her one-woman show. I'm on your bed bugs. I'm on my way. So this is what they do in Vegas. They said, this was the statement they said, while highly unlikely in the event of a complaint, we immediately isolate the affected room and its surrounding areas. Okay. At that point, a third-party service will evaluate the situation and provide a recommendation on appropriate next steps, including professional treatment should anything be found. Okay, okay. this is such a long answer. Girl, I'll just do. say, this is like a liar answer. Yeah, you lift like, the mattress. Oh, that's it. There they are. Uh-huh. And then you set the room on fire. Yeah, exactly. Fumigate. Eric, the manager, he was like, what we're going to do first is where it's extremely unlikely in a media protocol. Bitch, just say you're going to not have that anymore. Keep it quiet. 
Uh-huh. Put up a tent. He did too much shocking. Yeah. Oh, they're the worst. That's kind of crazy. If, like, now I'm waiting for, like, images to show up with just, like, all the casinos with just termite tents over them. No? Maybe, but gross. It'd be weird. But you know what I heard? What? Even up the Tropicana. Listen, it's not very surprising. You know who told me this, actually? Nikki Paris bitch. Oh, Nikki Paris bitch will tell me anything. Yes. Nikki Paris bitch told me. But that pool at the Tropicana, because I'm also a pool bitch. Well, I love swimming. I love diving. I love, unless I have a spray tan uh-huh. and a weave, which is my adult life. But I used to love to swim. And he said the amount of drugs they find in the bottoms of the pools, but particularly the Tropicana, because you know people put like cocaine and shit in their their pockets when they're swimming. And they, then why would goes, you do that? Well, I don't know. Maybe they forget. Oh, they too forget high. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And oh. then they go to dive in, and then there's like all these drugs and condoms and shit that they find in the filter. Why would they do that? What do they do with it all? Do they put it in like a lost and found? Why do I care? Could you imagine if they had bags of cocaine? <laughs> Well, I mean, Nikki Could you Paris- imagine if the bed bugs got the cocaine? That's why they're so rampant oh right now. Oh my God, then we have a new animal, like, drug movie. We had cocaine, cocaine bear, bed bugs. meth gator, cocaine bed bugs. Brought to you from uh, Las Vegas, Nevada. Brought to you by Eric Knowles. Oh my God, cocaine bed bugs. Only on the Learning Channel. Or wait, what, what, what's it this on Discovery? This makes sense, Plus? though. Yeah. Is yeah. that gross? Think about that, though. Just the Tropicana? I think the fuck not. Yeah. Every pool in Vegas. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They had cocaine. Mm-hmm. What was the What was the other one? It was like cocaine bear. Then they had, there was like raccoon. Crack, crack, raccoon. That was another one. What's that? It's like, it's like they're, they're playing drugs with animals now. That's the new, like, No, the shark, genre. the shark, the shark. Cocaine shark. Cocaine out sharks. Out of Florida. Yeah, cocaine sharks. But now that's we have... because in Miami, that shit's falling out, too. Mm-hmm. And now we have cocaine bed bugs. And if you're going to do gonna be drugs, be responsible. They're going to eat your legs like a cob of corn. Just... Well, will they look thinner? Because I might put my legs in the water then. <laughs> These bed bugs are really biting. <laughs> to the bone. Uh, all right. Well, that's enough about bed bugs. Let's talk on, let's get into some more uh, hot topics. Okay. You said Circus Circus was haunted. Yeah. I love ghosts. Fall is right around the corner. I'm ready. I'm so ready for fall. I love it. I love it. Which bitch? I'm I'm just that fall bitch. Me I love too. it. I'm a fall. I love summer for one day, and then I, I was yeah. like, enough. Summer was fun. Kids are back in school. Bring on uh-huh. ghosts. And every summer, I'm like, I'm going to do something so great this summer, and, and I never yeah. fucking do. I had a busy summer, but it was like- Did you? But did you do summer stuff, or you worked? Because there's worked. a difference. I worked and did a little. Yeah. No, I worked. <laughs> That's but what I'm fun. saying. I can like, find Every year, I'm like, I'm going to go to the lake. I know. I always I have like those, that, that like one group of friends who are like, we did three weeks in P-Town. And That's we did, what I'm And then we went to the Pines. And then we went to Mexico. And I'm like, what do you do? You work from home. How? Yeah. Yeah. But also like, I give kudos to people that are like, we got a house in Lake Tahoe. How? I've never been responsible enough to go online, break down the Airbnb price, it, mm-hmm. text all my friends, hey, this is what we all owe. Do you want to bring campfire stuff like I've never like I've never I want to be that person I know I want to go on a vacation can we find a friend that does all of that work for us yeah it just feels like you need an assistant for your summer planning yeah well it's a lot of work it's a lot of work (laughs) you have to organize everybody and then like okay guys can y'all Venmo me yeah (laughs) it's a lot okay well uh this 
this story is just fascinating. So Olivia Newton-John passed away, RIP, and her family has revealed that they've experienced supernatural encounters with her a year after her death. I've got chills that are multiplying. Shut your face. I'm losing control. <laughs> In the words of Greta Thunberg, how dare you? How dare you come on my podcast? And do Ooh. grease jokes. <laughs> so her, brava. Um, Thank you. Olivia's husband, John Easterling, and his and daughter, Chloe Latanzi, share that they both encountered situations where they believe the singer's spirit was present. Two weeks after she passed, my phone accidentally took a picture of my dog. And there floating by his head was a little blue orb the same color as this. Uh... Latanzi said while holding an aquamarine pendant. The necklace had been given to Newton John by Easterling with the Grease actress gifting it to her daughter before she passed away in August of 2022. Mom and I had talked years back. We'd watch these paranormal shows and I'd say, you gotta show up for me. And she was like, I'll show up as one of those orb things. Stop! Easterling added that he had similar encounters. Earlier this summer, he took a trip to Peru with Newton John's ashes for a private ceremony where they exchanged vows for the first time on what would have been their 15th wedding anniversary. He said he took a picture and this blue orb is right between my eyes, he said, showing a photo he took with his phone. It's been a supernatural year. I love it. Listen, I love that. I do too. And I believe that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And also, Olivia was a fucking icon. You mm-hmm. think she's just gonna die? You're no. Right. no. Haunt. Yeah, bitch. Haunt. She's like, I still had more shit to do. What was she, 67? devoted Beautiful. To boo. <laughs> I was, here's what's weird. I was at the farmer's market yesterday because I do that. And oh, how nice of you. It was, you know, it's Sunday morning, right? Yeah. I go out and get my like vegetables for the week. And I was that's at, so that's cute. so weird because I was at a booth buying produce and um, Greece was on in the booth next to us. The, You're the one that I want. You are the one. Oh my God, was she visiting you yesterday? Probably. I would love it. I would love Olivia Newton John to visit she me. She was visiting you. Listen, I, don't I think believe she knows in that. Me. I think she does. <laughs> I think you should Never give yourself a little ever. more credit. I would. I would just live. My friend Emerson worked with her on Unlike uh, Olivia. Lives. Yeah. I believe in that kind of stuff. When my grandma passed away, this is a true story. I swear okay. God. When my grandma passed away, I was driving from LA. It was in the pandemic and she was in Vegas and they put me on FaceTime. I was my grandma's favorite person and I can say that. Allegedly. I said with full confidence. (laughs) Vivian, show yourself right now and tell them that I was your fucking favorite. There was, the curtain was kind of moving Yeah, I know. She showed up. Yeah. So my family was like, you can go, Grandma. You can go, Mom. Like, lo- go to the light. And I was like, don't you fucking go to that light. Don't go till I get there. It was like this whole thing. I was so upset. You were saying don't go to the light? Yes. So you were the mom and poltergeist? I was. Well, because I needed to get there first. Like, mm-hmm. don't die till I get there. Oh. And she waited. Oh. So then I said, okay, Viv, when you die, give me a sign that you made it to the other side. So I stayed with her that night. I slept with her in the bed. She was like out of it by then. So when she woke up the next morning, she had passed then the next morning. Mm. So 
when she had passed, all my family was crying and I was sitting next to her bed. And since I had been a little girl, she wanted me to sing Amazing Grace at her funeral. Like she had told me that for years, it was like a very well-known thing. Everybody knew it. That's what she wanted. I sang it to her when I was like 16, fresh off Idol. Mm -hmm. So we were all sitting there and they had the religious uh, radio on, just like whatever in the background. And I go, okay, grandma, show me. And fucking Amazing Grace started playing on the radio. And I was like, yeah, Viv. I mean, there's also only four religious songs, but I do believe that. Yeah, not like Amazing Grace isn't like, and now at the top of the countdown, Amazing uh, Grace. Yeah, I know. Like, it is one <clears throat> of four. But I do think that that was her saying I reached it to the other side. Oh, Isn't that's that so nice? sweet. Yeah. And then I did sing it at her funeral. And it was so... First of all, I treated it like a gig. I don't even know what the fuck. Yeah. I was like, I've got a gig. And Lisa was like... It's a funeral. funeral. <laughs> <laughs> I'm late for the gig. How much time do I do? <laughs> She's like, are you warming up? I was like, I wanted to be good. Oh. And then cried the entire Amazing Grace. The priest was like, do you want it? And I was like, can you just give me this? Mm-hmm. Just let me it's have this awful. moment. I love so it, ugly. though. Thank you. So, I mean, mm-hmm. haunt on, Olivia. Haunt on. And Viv. Haunt on Viv. Haunt on Viv. Um, uh, we're going to talk about this woman on a flight. So everyone on planes now is crazy. Insane. And this, insane. And this woman, this is an article that came out where this woman who had a severe nut allergy... She dropped $185 to buy out all the peanuts on her flight to protect herself. Where the $185 go, though? I'm not understanding. She paid the flight. First of all, aren't they all just complimentary? That's what I thought. Why like, are you paying, paying for it, bitch? You got They're duped. free. Yeah. But I will say this. Lisa, my fia- if I say Lisa's name one more time on go this for podcast. It. I wish we had tequila here. She is here. my other half. Um, she is deathly allergic to peanuts. Mm-hmm. And when she's on the plane... Like, she definitely, like, I don't get them on the plane. She's like, she's okay. Mm -hmm. But anything more severe, yeah, I think it would make her really sick. That's insane. So That makes sense to me. Yeah, so this woman, it was was aboard a Eurowings flight from Dusseldorf, Germany, (laughs) to London's Heathrow Airport last month. And the flight crew didn't honor her request to notify passengers of her allergy as she was told that it was against airline policy. This woman previously went on into anaphylactic, anaphylactic, sorry, shock on another flight where she broke out into hives or bed bug bites when someone opened a pack of peanuts in her vicinity. <laughs> uh, Williams told the insider that the staff was unsure of her allergy and asked if she needed an inhaler in case something flared up. She then took matters into her own hands and purchased all the peanuts that were supposed to be served on the flight. I said, I'll buy them all so you can't serve them. Oh, I love a peanut, Karen. Yeah. I don't know how much it is. If you're not willing to help me, this is the only thing I can do. The worst thing was that they actually asked if I wanted to take the peanuts, and I said, obviously (laughs) not. Go off, queen. Okay, queen, if you got $185, save yourself. And who wants to die in Dusseldorf of peanut allergies? I say do it, but also has she ever flown before? Like, was she able to get... But you just said, you said, so Lisa, so is the smell, like... But I'm saying, like, okay, we don't want to go down in Dusseldorf, but she has she always had $185 to buy out the peanuts, or has she had to fly before with the peanuts? Well, now no one takes cash anymore, so she just had to, she had to tap it. But I'm saying, she's probably been on a flight before where she had to, like, breathe in the peanuts. Fair. Like, all of a sudden, now she's like, I'm buying them out. I mean, fine, and I also understand it, because it is. 
I, the, the allergy is like very severe if you're really, really allergic. And if you don't have one of those EpiPens that are $7 million, $1,000 now. Oh, are they? Oh my God. Oh, yeah. They're very difficult to get, especially if you don't have insurance. Oh. Um, then yeah. I've always wanted to do that. What? Like use an EpiPen. EpiPen? Yeah. Just be like, I any- got it. Ah! Like in someone's <laughs> leg and just be really aggressive. Ah! Like save the day. And they're like, ah! yeah, I've always wanted to do that. Okay, does Evan have any allergies? No, and um, I don't either. Do you? Um, uh, well, I recently got tested and I did like this blood work thing where it tells you all the things you're allergic to. Mm-hmm. And I do, I am like allergic allergic to this sounds so LA, but I'm allergic to gluten. I am. Okay, I go am. on. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to gluten shame you. Well, you, you just did. I, well, no, I just put my... I heard it. <laughs> <laughs> I heard you shame me. Dairy. Mm-hmm. And then also, I have a slight uh, hazelnut and peanut allergy. <laughs> I do no stop. one is allergic to hazelnuts. <laughs> yes, I am. That's what my doctor said. What happens if you eat a hazelnut? <laughs> <laughs> what happens? You become a lesbian. I know, yeah. Uh, I, uh, like, That's what is, why I'm a lesbian. I want you to go to Dusseldorf, <laughs> and they're going to pass out their annual Christmas hazelnut coffee cake, and you're like, mm, Listen, I hazelnuts, said- I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay, but low-key, I love having things to be allergic to. Boop. Like, I never was. And then Lisa's like, I'm allergic to peanuts See, and sunflowers. people who have allergies <laughs> love letting people know they have allergies. And then now I'm like, I'm allergic to hazelnut, but... I up until that point. I'm pretty sure I'm allergic to drink. dairy. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm a, I'm a, they I, I also drink, make it differently though now. Yeah, I don't I'm a, I'm an oat milk kind of guy. It was funny because I kind of got called out because my friend's parents are in town from Texas and we went out to WeHo Bistro for brunch on Saturday. Oh, cute. And they were like, oh, what would you like to drink? And I was like, I'll just have like an iced coffee. And they were like, um, any creamer? And I was like, they were like, we have almond milk. And I'm like, do you have oat milk? And they were like, yeah. And I'm like, okay. And my friend was like, <laughs> that's how you know you're in LA. <laughs> and I'm like, it's just oat milk. Relax. And almond milk is very expensive to make, you know? Yeah. So it was just funny. Fun. I love oat milk. I do too. It's my favorite. But it was just funny because my friend's parents were just oh, like. Oh, anybody thinks that we like are like so ridiculous. But Lisa's hazelnut. mom is Armenian and very Armenian. And I was like, listen, I can't eat any of your Armenian food anymore. It's just too much. Uh, and I mean, I said it in a much more loving way. And then I was like, I just want to kind of eat healthy, like just like fish and vegetables. And then the next time we went to see her, she brought me fish sticks and broccoli with cheddar cheese on it. What are you, nine? I said, does that look healthy to yeah. you? Yeah. she just bring a pack of Lunchables. She was like, this is good. And I was like, this isn't oh, no. good, babe. Yeah. But I ate it. Yeah. you're <laughs> like, it's the thought that counts. Yeah. I also fuck like, with fish sticks. And dessert <laughs> hazelnuts. <laughs> no! <laughs> buy all the hazelnuts. I'm shutting down this Christmas village. <laughs> Give me that EpiPen. Santa, no. Okay, well, there's more airplane stories. We have this one. Do you remember the woman who was on the flight? Uh, this this woman. She she was on the oh, flight. Yeah. Her name is Tiffany Gomez. She's come out. Mm-hmm. She's released a statement. If you don't know who I'm talking about, it's the woman who went viral for going, that motherfucker's not real. 
That one. And no one knew who she was talking about. So she got on social media. She's been gone for a while. She looks good. No, she has great eyebrows. She's she's snatched. I think if you you went and stayed on an airplane, if you're going to make a statement, look snatched. Well, you know what I heard about this bitch? She's actually the president of a PR company, and their slogan is, we'll make you look real good. What? That's this, girl. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. But then she's she's telling people that they don't look real? That's what I'm saying. Her whole business <laughs> is PR. And she says, we're going to make you look real good. And then this bitch... Is accusing people of being lizard accusing, folk? Uh-huh. I said, is this some sort of reverse fucking PR for your business? Could be. What's happening? Because I just I just want to say, oh, she says there's no excuse for profanity because she did go off. And I don't really like cussing on my podcast, but I did. And I'm sorry, but it's what she said. Um, so she said in an emotional uh, TMZ video, that, or sorry, TMZ got access to this video. She says, there's no excuse for freaking out on a plane full of people and causing everyone to have to deplane and de- be delayed. Yeah, but she Get wasn't that shit. sorry because she also just had to go through security again and got on the next plane. The whole plane did. So Tiffany also says her rant could have done without the excessive profanity. She screamed, that mother F back there is not real. And she especially started all the parents on board who were left to explain the situation to their kids. Yeah, thanks, Tiff. Yeah, gal. Well, she says she laughed at all the memes being spawned from her worst moments. She, she says did that, laugh? Huh? She did laugh. She, she she's did, a fan well, of herself. I don't think she did, but I think she's just saying because it's good. What? PR. Mm, so she we'll says it, it feels invasive good. to have her lapse in judgment captured on camera and broadcast for the entire this world to nothing. see. This gives me nothing. Yeah. This answer gives me nothing. Do you not know how cameras on phones work Tiffany, anymore? why did you do it? That's what we, want. we don't want the apology. We want to know why. What did you see? What? What did you was see? Was it the aliens? How? Yeah, no, it was nothing. She just like, yeah, were you on drugs? Because I guarantee it, it was probably like but Ambien. But she doesn't even look like she's, oh. She's ooh, the alien. Ambien is a hell of a drug. Ambien and Bloody Marys. If then there's just one say thing that, I know. Tiffany Fudge. If there's one thing I know, it's cocktails and pills. Good for you. <laughs> Good for you. And bed bugs. And bed bugs. <laughs> Check. <laughs> Okay, Seriously. I hate that answer. Like, I'll look at people who, like, have public outbursts on planes, and I'm like, mm, they had a gin and tonic and a sandwich. Can you? Oh, my God. No, I know nothing. I, you could be so high as a kite. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, they're tired. No. We're not sleeping. I'm like, mm. Uh, I can't tell shit. I'm like, the, I'm like the pill whisperer. I love that for yeah. you. I'm just like, you're, you're not okay. Something's up. Okay. It's like when I ask somebody in the audience, and I'm like, who, like, I like to check in with people every now and then. I know, because, I love that you, you do know, that. You're such a great comedian. And I'll get on stage, and I'm like, who's, you know, who's mentally ill? And then the whole room claps, and I'm like, this tracks. Yeah. And then I'll look at someone, and I'm like, so what do you, what do you have? And they're like, everything. And I'm like, great, I'm glad you're in the front. Perfect. <laughs> just, so, just so I know how to keep an eye on someone, you know? Yeah. But All also, right. like, mental health is so, like... <sighs> We're over it, babe. We all have mental health issues. It's true. I mean, Grow we just, up. that's the thing. I'm like, we all have, we all spent two we years all inside. Have trauma. Yeah. We and all I, have anxiety and depression. Duh, get something better. Thank you. Level up. Yeah. Everyone's like, uh, you know, I just, I wake up before noon. I'm mentally ill. Ooh, whoop de doo. I'm like, I wake up at like 730. I'm mentally ill. <laughs> You're mentally ill. I'm, I'm like, so depressed. Sure. Well, me too, bitch. But I still have to get up and do things. Thank you. Um, this mom had to get up and do things, but she did it the wrong way because she accidentally hired a stripper dressed as Barbie for her five-year-old's birthday party. Okay. It happens, especially I... in Massachusetts. She turned bright pink when she realized the Barbie impersonator she recruited for her five-year-old's daughter's party was actually a stripper. I uh, have a story to tell. 
I really do have a story to tell. About a, a stripper? This happened to me. And it's- Go weird. on. I had a residency at the Cosmopolitan. I shouldn't even name names. Just do it. <laughs> I was a singer uh-huh. with another singer at the Cosmopolitan. And it was like, we were in gowns and whatever. We get a call on our night off. And they're like, listen, <laughs> we have a little girl from Make-A-Wish huh? coming in to do a tea party. The princesses didn't show up. Can you and Sky? Now, you know Sky, who I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. And I was like, us? And they were like, yeah, you're great. Like, just come in with your gown, call, you know, whatever. Okay, well, this is why I still had my huge implants. They were like double Ds. Yeah, knockers. And we like ran to the, we got there, ran to the dressing room, got dressed as fast as we could. Sky had like her lollipop dress on. She didn't have any underwear on. She didn't (laughs) shave her legs. My areolas were falling out. And we were like, hey, this is your wish. (laughs) And then Sky, my other singer, wouldn't stop eating the pastries for the I thought you were going to say pasties. <laughs> Listen, we didn't even have those. We would have been lucky. And we were like, Mango Wish. She's like, they- kill me already. <laughs> <laughs> it was an honest mistake. So I understand Julia Duggan, the uh, 32-year-old pharmacist. We wanted mistake. princesses and all we got were these whores. <laughs> <laughs> Her oxygen machine's still on. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'll go outside. It was. It was a disaster. Oh. So this woman, okay, so she wanted a Barbie. So so let's see. This TikTok video, she's a 32-year-old pharmacist, explains it was the 90s. Okay, so this was back in the day. That her mother, oh, this is the child. Her mother found the adult entertainer after calling some numbers in the phone book. The woman shows up. She's a stripper, and I love her. Uh, she played along. She did not take off her clothes. I followed her around, thrilled that Barbie came to my birthday party, and all of the parents there had okay, a really good laugh. Can I also say, because they always want to call out like drag queens and gay people, little kids don't know the difference if yeah. it's a Barbie or a stripper. Like they're just excited. That didn't sound right. But she kept her clothes on. Yeah. Well, I would assume she would read the room. <laughs> God forbid. She's Could like, you imagine? get fucked. You know, and all these kids are like. <laughs> I imagine she's a method actor. She's like, the show must go on. <laughs> There's some Barbies in this house. There's some Barbies in this house. Yeah. <laughs> I'm staying in character. It's my job. <laughs> I mean, she goes, I just remember holding her hand and walking around. I was starstruck. It wasn't until she was in high school that she learned the truth about the actual Barbie. We were looking at old photos before we moved, and she said, what kind of Barbie did you hire for my birthday party? Uh, And her mom was like, oh, it's an interesting story. She got the receipts in a text exchange. She explains to the woman that many of their family photos were damaged when the basement flooded. No pun intended. Okay. Uh, my mom accidentally ordered the Spice Channel in a place of a, of, of a Spice Girls concert on pay-per-view once. This mother needs to be looked at. This is not the stripper's fault or the 90s daughter. And the mother continues making these mistakes. I think this might have been a lot from Yellow Page Finds. My parents found a strip club and actually took us there. Mm. I, this is all a little too coincidental. <clears throat> it is kind of interesting, though. We actually, do we have an actual picture of the Barbie stripper? Boom, there it is. That's Britney Spears. Oh. Oh my God. On a pole. Which, oh, you know, everyone's like, oh my God, she's stripping now. And I'm like, you know what? Give her, let her work out. You know, give her some she upper body strength. She also has a new residency at Spearmint Rhino 
And it is coming to you this fall. You know, if she did, it would sell out in seconds. Uh, she would make so much money. Yeah. Kylie what Minogue, watch out. What is happening, though? You know what? I think she's just living her life. I don't know. No, babe. I can't condone this. <laughs> I'm so tired of everyone being like, she's just trying to get her life back. I don't know. <laughs> What's happening? Yeah. Brittany. I know. I know. I mean, you can't say anything bad about her. You can't say anything good about her. Apparently, she's going on Oprah. Like, there was some talks over the weekend that she's actually going to do that sit down with Oprah on her terms because her book is out. Um, but she did dance to, like, Nine Inch Nails, which is kind of, you know, kind of hot and fun. Yeah. But, like, um, but if she was appearing, like, more mentally stable. You know how many people I've seen on Instagram and stuff, like, in gray sweatpants, flopping around, you know, well, bouncing their Well, I didn't their say they're mentally stable either. Yeah, they're not. No. No, a lot of people had a lot of time on their hands in the pandemic, and I respect that. I feel— But this is like Britney Spears, I babe. I feel like Britney's becoming a pick-me girl. You just learned that, didn't you? Maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, from okay. my friend— Eleven daughter, yeah, year old. Okay. Um. Yeah. It's like it's it's like pick, there's pick me boys and pick me girls. Yeah. It's giving pick me. It's giving pick me where it's just like you know these people are just like look at me, look at me, look what I'm doing, look what I'm doing, and you're like just stop, just like live your life. I know. Listen, Mama, we already love you. At, you don't have to be like at a restaurant, and be like here we are. I'm doing this. It's like just eat, shut up. I know. You know. It's like just. Relax. You don't have to, like, live vlog for everyone. Yeah. So, I mean, you know what? Let her have it. She's got a pole. As long as she doesn't have a candle in there for it to burn her garage down again, I'm fine. Oh, my God. That was another nightmare. What? She's like, I left the candle on. I'm like, but... And then she was, like, working out in the... In the garage. Messed up garage. But the gay in me, I was like, what was the scent of the candle? (laughs) (laughs) What was it? Was it a goose cream? Burnt hair after it was done. (laughs) Was it a Bath and Body Works candle? Which one? Was it fall scent? Uh... Um, all right, we got a couple more stories. Let's see. We've got, let's see. Oh, this one's great. Okay, speaking of gay and candles, Barack Obama told his ex, this is the headline, by the way, I make love to men daily, but in the imagination. This letter shows. Let me give you the full story. Hold on. Former President Barack Obama wrote of his own androgynous mind and making love to men daily, but in the imagination, according to a redacted portion of a now notorious 1982 letter obtained by the Post. The more than 40-year-old letter to an ex-girlfriend recently resurfaced after Obama biographer David Garrow gave a long and winding interview on the one-time commander-in-chief. In regard to homosexuality, I must say that I believe this is an attempt to remove oneself from the present, a refusal perhaps to perpetuate the endless farce of earthly life. That motherfucker's not real! (laughs) You see, I make love— Wait, I'm trying to take this in right now. Yeah, he says that I make love to men daily, but in the imagination. Obama, then 21, wrote to Alex McNear in November of 1982. Let me see the letter. There's a letter. There he is. That's 21-year-old Barack Obama. Cutie. You know, just Gerard Carmichael. (laughs) Yeah, but also I feel like who cares? Well, he says that his mind is androgynous to a great extent, and I hope to make it more so until I can think in terms of people, not women, as opposed to men. But in returning to the body, I see that I have been made a man and physically in life. I choose to accept okay, that contingency. first of all, these words are so intense so for me. Big. Like, what the fuck are they trying to say? It Just mean, say it in normal words. He wants. He wanted to 
you know. Wants the D. Hook, it up, hook up with a guy. But in his imagination. Okay, well, go for it, but daddy. But in his imagination. Okay. So he would look at a guy and be like, hmm. But I think everybody has sex with people in their imagination. Well, it's also not having sex in your imagination. It's called fantasizing. Yeah. <laughs> sex okay. in the imagination just sounds like a weird, like, uh, what That's was that? That's what I'm saying. This whole thing was using a lot of words that yeah. don't make sense. Just say what it is. It sounds like a porn version of the Chronicles of sex Narnia. Sex in the imagination. Welcome. It sounds like a Vegas show. Welcome to Sex <laughs> in the Imagination. <laughs> Ooh, I want to go see it. Is this French? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. I also feel like in 1981, for a black man to to be able to like have sex with men openly or be able to be honest about that, like it's a different time, my yeah. guy. And I say go for it. Yeah. I love it. I think it's so. Listen, I think everyone's a little gay, and I've always they felt are. like and that. And if you're not, you are because you're denying it. Yeah. Um, so I think this is great. I love that they're. Oh, here's the letter. Look, here's the letter. April 14th, dear, dear Alex. Alex. Ooh, why is it written in like Civil War paper? Well, he was role playing in his imagination. In his imagination. <laughs> There's Michelle. He's like, yep. Don't bring I think Michelle into this. I think about him all the I time. I feel like Michelle's got so much flavor, though. She's like, I'm into it, Daddy. Like, whatever. I think she is too. Mm-hmm. I, Michelle's totally pegged Barack. Yeah. yeah there's like, no whatever. Okay, I'll do it. I think. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so he's been, they've been married since 1992. This oh, is, for you sure. Know, you got to keep it alive. Like, he's gay. He's gay. And I'm like, you're welcome. But also, I wanted to play a game with you because I found this article the same day I found this one um, that there are rumored presidents or seven U.S. presidents who are rumored to be gay. Oh. And my number one is James Buchanan. This is James Jenny, as he liked to be called. No, this is, this is James Buchanan. He was the 15th president of the United States. He only served one term from the year 1857 to 1861. He's considered one of the most ineffective presidents. The lifelong bachelor has faced speculation about his sexuality. Uh, many have raised questions about him because he lived with his vice president, William Rufus, Rufus Hot. King, they lived together for more than a decade. So King described the pair's relationship as a, quote, okay. communion. Well, let's ask the real question. Was he a fan of Kylie Minogue? Mm. James Buchanan would totally have tickets to Kylie Minogue. <laughs> uh, many commentators at the time remarked on the pair's closeness. Andrew Jackson referred to them as Miss Nancy and Aunt Fancy. Yeah, honey, with those tights and heeled shoes, it's not impossible. Not only was Andrew Jackson a slave owner, he was homophobic. <laughs> I I don't know. Some of those outfits. I don't know. A gay would never have those brows though. No, no, but I'm I'm here for that. I love it like I just want like a, a like I love a bachelor president. I love uh-huh. that he was like, I'm president now, baby. Like just did not do anything. This is my roommate and vice president. Uh-huh. But also like I'm at she's like, I got the job, bitch. I got the job. Didn't do bitch. anything. Ow, I'm the present. <laughs> Come live with me now. And no one cared because it was like 1857. They didn't know what that was. They no. didn't have they had like candlelight still. Yeah. He's like, call me present. <clears throat> Number two is John F. Kennedy, which sure. I think they were sex freaks. The Kennedys. Honestly, I think so too. Marilyn, uh, Jackie, yeah, that we whole. We get it, babe. Like, Camelot's exhausting. Yeah, say less. Barack Obama, who we just talked about, was number three. LBJ, which BJ. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Lyndon B. Johnson, he was the 37th president. Um, and 
from 1963 to 69 amid showdowns <laughs> over government persecutions of, of gay people. However, he dodged scandals himself when his close personal friend and de facto chief of staff, Walter Jenkins, was outed. Ahead of the 64 presidential election, he was arrested and charged with disorderly conduct with another man in public at a YMCA. He loves handcuffs, daddy. Uh-huh, he was uh-huh. a leather daddy. Forcing this man to resign. He, uh, LBJ insisted he had no idea about Jackson's personal life, saying, I couldn't have been more shocked about Walter Jenkins if I had heard that ladybird had tried to kill the Pope. What? Jesus, throw your what? wife under the bus. However, opponents made much mileage out of the suggestive innuendo with bumper stickers joking all the way with LBJ and don't go near the YMCA. Oh, God. I don't know. Can I look at that LBJ photo one more time? I mean, the hand on the hip is giving girl. It's giving sass. He's just like, I married a woman named Ladybird. It's giving sass a frass. I'm, my, this is my wife, Ladybird. I call her that. Mm. I came in with that nickname for mm. my girl. Yeah. Okay, Daddy will go off yeah. his little hand. Alexander Hamilton. Well, yes, because he has a Broadway show. Obviously. Same, you don't even have to read that. Gay. Yeah. Alexander gay. Hamilton's on Broadway, so clearly gay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, number Great s- soundtrack. Number six was Abraham Lincoln. This terrifies me. Why? Well, he did die in a theater. And, like, it's like, he's like America's first otter. You know no. what I mean? Like he's real tall, slender, kind of hairy, full mm. Civil War bush. Yeah. Full Civil War oh. bush. But also people probably really liked that. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Full Civil War bush. Yeah. Ooh. It was giving. Yeah, you can emancipate my proclamation. Face. I feel like he was a very, yeah, I, it's giving a little gay. Look at that face. Mm-hmm. He's like, I'm a little gay. Well, it's just like. Um, Abe, honest he looks Abe. Like, he looks like if you go to any gay bar now and it's just that Gen Z kid who's I know, like, it's like the very twink. He's like twinkie-ish. Mm, he's judging you, but also give it to you. Mm-hmm. And Beautiful the bow tie. eyes, really. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, and Bill and Hillary Clinton. Number seven. Yeah. I mean, I see Hill as the gay one. I hope so. Hillary Clinton would be the best lesbian in the world. Yeah, honestly, I I would give it I mean, to Hillary all day. Wait, really? Like, wait, I mean, give no, it? no, I would no, I no, I wouldn't give it to you, Hillary. Hillary would give it to you. No, I just meant Hillary would give it to the gays. Like, oh, she would be serving lesbian. Got it. Yes. Not me. Me I personally. Would, I mean, if she asked me on a date, I love attention, and I wouldn't say no. Uh huh. Also, what a flex! Like the first thing <laughs> he asked me on a date, bitch. I think she's a total lesbian. I mean, Kate McKinnon played her. Yeah, I mean, she loves a power suit. Mm-hmm. Also, another time in life that she like could not come out as a lesbian. Yeah, Bill. I don't think. I no, think, I think Bill's just like billing her. Like, but Bill was kind of hot when he was younger. No, Bill uh, was very hot. He was like an Arkansas like. Eight. Yeah, I wasn't. Uh, mm, yeah, I don't get gay from him. His wife, for sure. Yeah, for sure. All right. Well, there you have it. All right. We had another celebrity come out as pansexual, Wayne Brady. Uh, and he said, I'm doing this for me. Yeah. So the Let's Make a Deal host opens up in People magazine that he had a road to self discovery, how his daughter and his ex wife are showing him acceptance. I love all people equally. And now that includes myself. You know what? I'm here for it. I think Wayne Brady's very attractive. Um, and people have, you know, he's 51. And I feel like people coming to terms with 
types of sexuality or normal. And I'm glad that he's happy. I think he's I very... I mean, I love Wayne Brady. We're buddies on social media. We've had many times where we've got... So talented. Together. So, oh, my God. Incredibly talented. Yeah. I think for me, and then this might just be like a generational thing, like I, I just don't understand the whole like coming out. Just like pansexual, yeah. you'll date anybody. Like go off. Is so that, just that's do what it. it is. It's like I'll date anybody. Pansexual is like, like yeah. Pansexual is yeah. like I would date a trans man, a trans woman, a cis mm-hmm. woman. Like I just fall in love who I fall in love with. Mm-hmm. And it's like okay, daddy, then just be about it. Walk the carpet with your new love and let us do our own thing by oh, judging it. People want that people exclusive, you know. But also, yeah, I think but that- people exclusive isn't even like people exclusive anymore. Well, I know, but I feel like Lance did pave the way, and then Ellen or Ellen then Lance. And, you know, you always have to have you're like, yep. I'm gay. Maybe like we have a we have an African American male. Are we male. still doing that? Yeah, babe. It's 2023. Elliot I don't Page know. Did it. Elliot Page. Elliot Page literally was not Elliot Page. Yeah. For all that was something Caitlin, maybe you should come out as. Call me Caitlin. You know, it's like we always get these like. But I also think it's like we have an African American man who is on the cover saying I am pansexual. It's visibility. Is yeah. progress. And I think it's kind of cool because there is a stereotype with that, you know, where it's like, oh, you know, men, you know, men of color predominantly macho, and they've got to be, you know, especially in the Latino community and the black community, it's very like, you know, we gotta be yeah. aggro and and I think it's kind of cool that this guy who's had an amazing career. I loved Wayne Brady when he was on um uh Whose Line Is It Anyway? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. One of the best shows ever. Um But like, were you surprised? Up. I did honestly. I didn't know he was married. I did, I thought he was like. That's what so, I'm saying, babe. Like I don't think either way. It was like what? Yeah, it whoa. was like I didn't know what was happening before. But I mean, if I saw Wayne Brady in a sauna, I'd be like, deal or no deal. <laughs> <laughs> Open up this briefcase. Yeah, let's make a. What's behind curtain okay, number four? Hello. Hmm. Okay, we'll go four? off, Wayne Brady. I want you to be happy with yourself. I do too. I really like it. Yay, Wayne Brady. All right, so Wayne Brady can now finally date whoever he wants because he's pan. And this is a term, I have not heard of it. I was going to ask if you have, called Riz, R-I-Z-Z. Somebody you know just this? posted it no. the other day. Really? And they said what it was, and I can't, because I thought it was so cool. It was somebody who I really love, actually, and they posted it. And I was like, okay, go off. Um but I can't tell you right now what it is. I'll tell you what it okay. is. Boomer. Riz is a relatively young word. It's been circulating online since 2021. But one that's cemented its place in the cultural lexicon. It can describe one's self-assurance, wooing prowess, prowess, that's a hard word, or general coolness. It's hard to define, but immediately noticeable in practice. And unless you have TikTok... Or a TikTok fluent person in your life, it probably sounds like gibberish. Here's what you need to know about the slang word turned catch all descriptor for someone with undeniable swag. Riz. I love that. Well, okay, because if you think about it, putting on the Riz. No, that's Ritz. <laughs> the whole time. <laughs> the whole time? The whole time. R A T Z. The whole time? Wait, but what's that line from? The whole time? Mrs. Dalfire? No, that's right, yeah. bitch. Wait, can we go back to you thought it was putting on the Riz? The whole time. The whole time. It's from, do you know what song that's, you know what musical that song's from? Clearly I don't when I thought the fucking title was putting on the Riz. <laughs> do you like Riz crackers? <laughs> I love them. Dita Riz, she's an amazing drag queen too. <laughs> Wait, what's putting on the Riz from? It's from putting a Broadway the- musical called Chess. 
Okay, like everyone knows that, Justin, you homosexual. <laughs> so Riz is basically a truncated version of charisma. Oh. That refers to one's unique swagger and overall success in endeavors, both platonic and romantic. It can be used to describe a stereotypical ladies' man, Ooh. like Ryan Gosling in Crazy Stupid Love. Um Hot. Hot. Yeah, Riz is that je ne sais quoi is that quality. Mm, that is French. Is that French? It's French. What's uh, that French? Je ne sais <laughs> that describes someone self-possessed and assured of their own awesomeness who inspires others to develop their own confidence. Okay. So Riz is the new swag. I feel like the person I was following did not use it right then either because I don't remember it being that. No, it's just it's just new new swag. Okay. Oh, you got some riz. Oh, you got, oh, you got, so use it in a sentence. You got, um, okay. Um, Michaela, mm. um, mm-hmm. your riz is showing. Thank you. <laughs> now put it away. <laughs> this is a school. <laughs> <laughs> no, so, um, so Pretty I guess dictionary.com, it. put it up. Yeah, so all these like Gen Z kids are like, it's Riz. It's not swag anymore. Um, it's an undeniable swag. Okay, it, it, I love it. Yeah, so that's it. So, so You got a lot of Riz, Justin. I got a lot of Riz. I think, I mean, I could work on it. You I can do. always I, work Well, on it. we all can. But I want to talk about this before we wrap up for today. Kay. This little Tay thing, have you heard about this? Okay. First of all, um, como se dice little Tay? Okay. <laughs> first of all, what is it? First of all, it was my idea. Okay. I would have faked my death that I knew I was going to get all this press. It's so insane because Cause that's what it is. It's a PR stunt. Little Tay has been like, from what I know of Little uh-huh. Tay, I feel like her parents were like her managers. She's mm-hmm. young too. She's 14. Uh huh. And she was like really problematic. Right. She like started off, if I'm not wrong, and please tell me if I am, she started oh, the, off the like a bad in the comments, baby. The comments will let you know if you're wrong. <laughs> the comments will also let me know that I put too much filler in my lips. Don't fucking go there. <laughs> My God, those comments. Don't do it. I already called myself out. I did this I did this podcast the other day. And they're like, what'd she do? Get stung by a bee? And I was like, yeah, I'm allergic. It's called Riz. <laughs> Get into it. Okay, it's called, it was a couple days ago. The swelling is not. You look fine. I'm just calling it out before they can. They're a little Tay, though. Stop. Okay. They're not. <laughs> okay, first of all, I like it like this. I didn't get their bed bugs, not oh god, gross puppies. That's like Flintstone um, lip filler. Like they would put like <laughs> bed bugs on their lips. Wilma's just like oh, and I would too. Filler's yeah. expensive in these times. Mm, prehistoric bed if bugs. If those bed bugs would do something to my lips that the filler couldn't do, Mm-mm. sick. So she was problematic by what she, she was do? like bad baby. Like she was very problematic. She was like a badass little kid. Okay, on social media, she was like cussing and like uh-huh. she was she was a bad. Baby. And she had like hundreds of dollars of bills and like yeah, and they were like, oh, okay, queen, you know, like whoa, Vicky, like all oh, of these. Cool. Pe- it's like that. It's yeah. like that whole like totally culturally appropriate, like mm-hmm. not good. And she was like seven, mm-hmm. so that's how I know her. And then she still garnered like a proper social media following. But then, like last week, I want to say like last Wednesday or Thursday, they were like, uh, Lil Tay dead at fourteen. But along also, with her can brother. I tell you the way sure. that the media? pushes everything. Like, I only saw one post about this. Like, even the media was like, I'm not dealing with her. Well, I think it was just so... 
Out of left I just field. Remember, it was just boom, boom, boom. And I was like, oh my God, why am I 900 years old? What's a little Tay? And then I looked it up and I saw the videos and everything. But yeah, people were like, oh, she died with her brother who was like, I don't know if it's her twin brother or like just a younger brother. But also I feel like it's such a reach because they're now saying that they got hacked. But like anybody that's hacking you, are they going to... Say no. that you die? Like, they don't have any interest like that. You know why? Because this is a PR stunt because the lizard lady on the plane reps Lil Tay. Oh, my, and they're going to make you look real Ooh. good. Goddamn F, it's not real. So They probably got the lady who bought the $185 of peanuts. peanuts. They're all on the same PR uh, team. Well, this is what's weird because it took them 24 hours, 24 hours to announce, after the announcement of her death, Lil Tay stated that she's alive and well. So 24 hours, here's the thing. Did you lose your phone? Because people reached out to the dad, and apparently there's some weird, like, there's been, like, abuse Because the dad is not okay either, I'm yeah. telling you. Well, no, when you put your kids online like that to yeah. make them, like, celebrities, it's, like, it's it weird never behavior. Well. Yeah, I don't know. I actually feel bad for her because she is only 14, and 14 is baby. Like, I'm never going to talk bad about a little kid. I but will. her pair. I mean, another That's day. That's because you're full of riz. Kids don't know this, Riz. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's weird. I think it's weird. But that's like social media weird. I know. It's, also, it's, this generation is weird. I don't know. Like, they do weird stuff. I know. Well, the the fake death announcement stated that Tay and her brother had tragically passed away. Tay's family was unaware of the hacking because the media reached out to the dad and he was like, what? She's dead? That's what he said. That's what your, the, her dad said. Uh, he was deeply shocked to hear about her supposed, quote, quote, death. Tay regained access to her Instagram account the other day and promptly removed the fake death statement. It remains unclear why it took her 24 hours to let everyone know she was still alive. Maybe because she was in school because she's 14? No, it was summer break. Yeah, oh, right. Tay mentioned that she received a barrage of phone calls from loved ones all day yesterday after the fake death announcement was made. She provided the following statement. I want to make it clear that my brother and I are safe and alive, but I'm completely heartbroken and struggling. This is not her. And struggling to even find the right words to say. It's been a very traumatizing 24 hours all day. I was bombarded with heartbreak breaking in tearful phone calls, trying to sort out this mess. My Instagram account was compromised by a third party and used to spread jarring misinformation and rumors regarding me to the point that even my name was wrong. My legal name is Tay Tien, not, not Claire, Claire Hope. Hope. Um, okay, but can I ask you a very serious question? Yes. Um, but have you ever thought about your funeral and like what people would say about you if you no. did die? Okay. Cremate me, put me in a t-shirt cannon, shoot me out into the ocean. Oh, not me. Like, I'm like, what would people be saying? Oh, like, would no. it be good enough? Like, would they say good things? Would they say that I was beautiful? Like funny? Well, like, yeah, all of the course. Things. No, I want that. Yeah. And that's what I sometimes think about. Like make a big deal about me. Just don't, don't put me on a marquee that says like, make God laugh. I don't want to have to work. You know, it's like... Yeah, it's your time off. I did it. Like, yeah. I don't want to... Oh, now I have to go, hey, God, mm -hmm. where are you from? You know, yeah, I don't want to... Yeah, right. Know, you don't want to gig. Yeah, I don't want to get, like... I don't want God to, like, walk the room, you know? <laughs> <laughs> no. I would never walk God. But at the same time, I'm not... I don't, I don't know. I think about that. But I'm also like, I don't want a funeral. I don't want like an open casket. Really? I don't know. No. I think I'm leaving directions. I want it to be done right. I might do a dress rehearsal. Really? I want to make sure it's done right. Remember me. That's why that I'm in therapy. That has to be I something that people do. I like a dress who... rehearsal for their th funerals? 
Just so they, like, they'll invite all their friends and family yeah. and be like, okay, I just want to know what it would be like in case. Yeah, but also when I'm gone, I don't know what you're going to say about me. I want to well, know, know who, while, when I'm alive. I'm going to hire a Barbie stripper for sure. Yeah, good. And then you can play, play the Spice Channel mm-hmm. when you meant to get the Spice oh, Girls. This is so strange. Awkward. Yeah, check in with your husband because your husband's <laughs> the problem. Um... <laughs> That lady, I swear. Okay, so Lil Tay's not dead, everyone. All right, Yay. She's alive. A new day. <laughs> oh, that was beautiful. Um, but here's breaking news. We have breaking news. Taryn Manning. Do you remember Taryn Manning? She was pregnant. Yeah, at yeah. She was in yeah, duh. And fell down the stairs. Yeah, it was devastating. Such a weird such a weird thing to put in a movie. I was 11. I was like, this is terrifying. Why such a weird movie, like a Britney Spears movie, and you have to like deal with that? You're like, what? Okay, so yeah. Taryn Manning shared a bizarre video to social media in which she detailed her alleged affair with a married man. The Orange is the New Black star, who I will only refer to her as Crossroads with Britney Spears, Good. pulled her car over to record, said she was so rooted and didn't want to cause crashes before detailing her experience, quote, licking the man's, quote, butthole. Oh, Every night, well, for about three nights in a row, I was licking his butthole because he liked it, and I didn't mind doing it. Is that weird? That is what demons do, began Manning. Oh, God, here we go. Pills and booze. Manning claims she and the unnamed man drove all the way to Newport Beach so that she could buy him a boat because she was so in love with him. (gasps) Wait, I'm so confused by this story. She went on social media and told a story about how she licked some guy's butthole. Yeah, it's Monday. Yeah, that's nice. That's called sex. Wait, so that's her? I brought I brought Did she think this was like a breaking story though? Like Well, apparently it's page six. They get all the hits. I brought crash I I brought crash to put down payment down. I wait, hold on. I brought crash to put a down payment down. Like a it was a typo. Page six. <laughs> Not you trying to break it down. You guys, hang on. I brought crash code to put a payment down. Page it's just six, a typo. Fire your interns <laughs> immediately. <laughs> Spell check for God's sakes. Because then I'm reading and people are like, he can't read. He's slurring his words. This is there's there's water in here. <laughs> All right. I brought cash to put a down payment down. She really loved this guy. Okay, so she's this saying that she so loved the guy annoying. so much that she gave him a rim job. So she says she can't stand the man's wife. Oh! So she's hooking up with a married dude. She called the... Oh, the, she she can't stand the man's wife because she allegedly called the actress a lunatic instead of calling them both out for alleged dalliance. You get out of my life or I'll get a restraining order on you. No, I'll put your ass in jail before eating it, Manning said. Um, Anyway, so I've been licking your man's butthole for weeks on end, no pun intended, because he likes it a lot and I do it to him. He comes to me and it happens. Wait, I'm so sorry. It's all coming back to me now. Uh, Celine. It just got like cool in here. I know. And Olivia? Uh, Olivia, are you joining us for this conversation? Do you see an orb? Olivia, talk to us. She's like, I ate your husband's butt too. Olivia, no. Stop, Olivia. Okay. Um. Wait, so she's saying this is currently happening. She is hooking up with a married man, and the wife found out about it. Well, not hooking up. She's just licking his butthole. I mean... I know, but I'm just saying she made it very clear to say she's just licking his butthole. Yeah. But it's it was not also in quotes, up. which I think is another page six era. You can't just be like... You can't just say like, oh... Maybe, maybe she's like bent over. Oh. 
And then she said she's going to get a restraining order on the wife if she continues to harass her. <sighs> well, babe, you're licking her husband's I know, butthole. I don't like it. <laughs> when did Taryn Manny become like a, a, a no, she's Domino's been, pizza no, delivery she's woman? Been a, she's been a wild woman for a while. It's so crazy. Like, like she was with a woman, I thought, also. I, apparently not now, but... She claimed the affair began when because she's, quote, very single, and the man, quote, came to me. Okay, girl, well, clearly... Can we see this man or said butthole? But she said that she licked his butthole and bought him a boat. Like, one or the other, sissy? What's, so she, she she's says, getting nothing out of this. Nothing. So she's just pulling over to the side because she's going to crash. Right. No, she is. In a second video, Manning claimed her married beau was finger-banging her during the drive down to Newport Beach in California. As a lesbian, I can say that. That is beautiful. What just happened? You missed the last sentence. I, I sure did. So she says she's not going on about it anymore. He messed up real bad. Instead, the wife is going after Manning. I'm I not love scared people, of you. I love people are like, I'm not going to go on about it anymore. You literally then, yeah. just I'm not going to talk anymore about it. It's messed up. I hope she dies. She knows what she did. <laughs> Yeah, so she's just going on, but she doesn't want to talk about it anymore, but here's here's details. So she's just a woman scorned. She's mad at this man for being married. He came to her. So, yeah, so this is just kind of some, like, okay, lover mama. score. But also, like, kind of keep that shit to yourself, lady. That's what lady. I'm saying. What do we have next? We've got, you mentioned your tatas. Yeah. Earlier. Raven Simone. Uh, she revealed that she had multiple plastic surgeries before turning 18. She opened up about how body shaming was for her at a young age, and it led to her to look into plastic surgery. Um, she's 37 now, which is insane. She revealed that she underwent two breast reductions and liposuction before the age of 18 during Monday's episode of The Best Podcast Ever, which she co-hosts with her wife, Miranda Perriman Midday. Okay, well, first of all, best podcast ever. You like it? What? So you funny. You have hurts? the best podcast. Yeah, I know. I don't even know what she's like, talking slow about. Down no. with that but also, like bit. when you have to say it, is it awkward? Mm -hmm. <laughs> so Raven mm -hmm. Simone, who was found, she found fame on the Disney Channel. Uh, she was on the Cosby Show, which was a fun sleeper hit. <laughs> See what I did there? Um, she said that she was subject to body shaming at a young age, which was part of her decision to go under the knife. Her father also supported her surgeries. There was paperwork involved. My dad suggested strongly that I should get my breasts reduced so you don't feel bad. Is there anything you want? She said, yeah, if I get lipo, will people stop calling me fat? So I got a two first, she recalled. Listen, I will say I was 16 when I was on American Idol. Mm -hmm. and You're I, the youngest contestant. Yeah. And although I have lip fillers, I really don't have anything else in my face. Like I really... That that was it. It's my lips. I overline them. It is. At 16, I really didn't have anything. They destroyed me, my face, my body type on those message boards. It was so bad. I had an eating disorder after American Idol. Really? Because I was short. Five pounds makes a difference on me. And mm -hmm. I was. I was a little bit chest heavy. I had big cheeks. I had a full face. And the women, I mean, this is in like 2004. They, those women were horrific. Which women? The women in the Bible Belt. Like they were coming for me because mm -hmm. they would go on the message boards. You'd see where they were from. Before like, Reddit. She's got yeah. lip injections, cheek injections. She's fat. Her, I mean, it 16 was- old girl. Yeah. And I went to a plastic surgeon in Beverly Hills and asked for a liposuction and they wouldn't do it because I had enough money 
um, after Idol. And I really, I really wanted to do it. And I'm being so serious about that. And it totally fucked my head up. And then I got my breast stuck. I lost a bunch of weight from the eating disorder. And then I went to go get my breasts done. And I did get them done. <clears throat> and I got them removed a couple years ago just because I'm 35 and I don't want them. And I feel good about myself. You know, whatever. But I feel really bad about this story because it's true. I mean, like, it's... Brutal. Brutal. It's rough. And if you're a little bit chubby or just curvy or just have boobies because you're 16, like that's what women, I don't know if I blame her. Do I think that her father was wrong? I don't know. I um I feel kind of bad, dude. Like they're, they're rough. Well, yeah. I mean, this was, she was, I mean, before she was 18 or before she was 18, she was, she was probably like right at, you know, the kind of height of internet, like the late 90s, the aughts, where yeah. everyone was just an asshole. Mm-hmm. And Taryn Manning was like, dinner! <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, everyone had an opinion. Everyone was like a critic. They yeah, still are. They, they still, still are. are. But at least we've got like body shaming yeah. and people like Lizzo or like don't talk about. It was brutal. And so... I feel really bad that she went through that. I totally understand where she was probably coming from. Honestly, I think that it should just be a good lesson to not talk shit about 16-year-olds. Especially, like, yeah, I agree. Like, as a 35-year-old woman, I would never talk about a young girl's body type. Even if I thought whatever feelings— it's like off limits, dude. Mm-hmm. Like leave her alone. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Or 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 a boy. Yeah. I don't talk shit about people anyway. I say it to their face. At a girl. Um, but anybody under 18, like, come on. I know it's so gross. And it's so weird behavior. Yeah. And it's just, it's just, it's just. What does it say about you? You know, and yeah. it's like, especially like when you're going through that, your body hasn't like fully developed yet. And, you know, she, Raven, uh, she even says that like it was painful for her. You know, your body's still developing and of you're like course. cutting into it already. She says she still has scar tissue. She gained weight after and had to go back for a little bit more because uh, her boobs were so big. Well, they um, grow back. When you get a breast reduction, they also do grow back. Mm-hmm. Like your boobies can grow back. She was 16. She's 37 now. She probably did. I remember there was a girl in my high school that I don't remember. I think she got a breast reduction for graduation. Because I feel like there was like girls who were like, I'm getting my implants for graduation. And then this girl was like, I'm getting them taken down. Yeah. And I think it was like really, really painful for her because again, you're like 17, 18 years old. Your body's totally. not fully developed yet and you're hacking into it already. Well, and- like your boobs don't fit into any of the cute tops that the other girls get to wear. Like you're not wearing a crop top. Like that's such a mental game as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and as much as I like to be funny, I am serious about that. I I, I don't like that behavior. Yeah. I feel bad for her. Yeah. I But I think it's good that she's talking about yeah, it. Yeah, I do and, too. You know, and now we live in a culture where everyone's like, I'm on Ozempic. It's like, oh my God, you have diabetes? No. <laughs> what? Yeah, well, at least we found a solution. <sighs> I know. it is. It is insane. So she's saying, you know, Just she's kidding. going after people like coming after her now and she's saying, you know, um, she has type 2 diabetes in her family. Um, Okay, Raven, we already felt like we got, you got us on the first round, okay? That's so Raven. She just has to go off and let everyone know. I'm not going to say anything, but I'm going to say something. Yeah. What happened? My extension just fell out. 
Your My what? My fucking extension just fell out. Okay, everyone uh, in the discussion group. What went wrong shame here? Shame her. <laughs> what happened? I don't know. I was getting nervous and I just went like this and she came out of my head. And that's live television, folks. Which? <laughs> well, on that note. I gotta uh, go. I, you know what it was? That Make-A-Wish kid is coming back to haunt you. <laughs> I did the best I could. I did the best I could. Here, well, put this in a pile then. We'll just get all the natural hair to cut. So take my extensions. You can, you can catch Michaela Gordon in Vegas or as an orb in about three years uh, where <laughs> she will be floating above the Vegas Strip. Michaela, where can everyone find you, my love? I love you. You can check me out at the Venetian on Fridays and Saturdays at Juliet Cocktail Room and Delilah's Inside the Wind on Sundays. Oh, I love Delilah's. And then check out my podcast, So Funny It Hurts, which you were on. You were the best, the uh, best, the best. You're again. so funny. I and I want to tell you also, you're the funniest person I've ever Matt. I love you so much. I'm so proud of you. Me? Thanks. Mm-hmm. I love you. I love you too, guys. We'll see you next time on Just Saying. Take it easy. Bye. Bye. Bye.